coming to theaters across the U.S. on March 20th and 21st, an epic film on Noah's Flood. This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible, including what happened to the dinosaurs? Why do we find soft tissues and blood in their bones today? Why did God send the flood? What are the parallels between the days of Noah and the coming judgment? Mark your calendars for March 20th, 21st, and be prepared to experience the Genesis flood like never before. Get your tickets today at www.noahsflood.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and it is another episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today I am going to be presenting something a little bit different than normal. In fact, we hope to do a series of this topic and the series is going to be on family health and wellness. And we are going to tackle life hacks, which is the medicine cabinet today. So if you want the show notes for today's episode, go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, life hacks, medicine cabinet, episode 516. And I could not do this without um, my friend, a longtime friend that I'll share a little bit about us in a minute, but that is Sue Gross. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. Nice to be with you today. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sue came to visit recently and I said, hey, how about doing this with me? And she's like, okay. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you being on, Sue, and sharing all of your wisdom with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I am going to read a little disclaimer here. Um, hate to have to do this, but I just want to let all of you know that the content on this podcast, especially when we're talking about any family health and wellness, including any text graphics, images, or information is offered on an informational basis only. No content is attended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or diagnosis or treatment, although we're uh, just going to be sharing some information. And as always, seek the advice and guidance of a qualified health professional before. Um, and also, if you um, have any questions, you can email me uh, through the network, and I'd be happy uh, to add any comments that you might have, uh, you can do that actually directly at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and go to the show notes for today's episode 516. 
So why am I talking to you about health and wellness? You're saying, come on, Felice, you talk about all kinds of things like, you know, uh, academic topics and how to get organized and all kinds of homeschoolish topics. So why health and wellness? Well, um, ever since I've been little, actually, anytime I've gotten any kind of medicine, it has made me sick. I remember being allergic to something and they gave me penicillin and I just blew up. And then they gave me something else and that made me sick. And um, anytime I, you know, had migraines and they gave me medicine for that, it was worse than the migraine itself. So I learned early on to just tough it out and not take any medication if I could possibly help it. And so um, along our homeschool journey, I met Sue Gross, who lived in Fort Myers for a time. And she also is a homeschool mom, and she's going to share a little bit about her family. But we were sitting here thinking that we've known each other for about 25 years. We've met as young homeschool moms with little kids. And uh, Sue, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a mother of seven. Uh, me and my husband had seven children, five girls and two boys, and we now have 27 grandchildren with two more on the way. And I just had uh, my first great grandchildren, which I actually got a double pack on that. I got a uh, twins, a boy and a girl. <laughs> and Wonderful. so that was, yeah, that was really cool. Um, uh, unfortunately, my husband died about a year and a half ago. And um, it's been a little bit different life since he's died. But um, we, we, uh, we homeschooled for many years with Felice, we moved back to Minnesota. And I got really into the health and wellness. Um, really, uh, a lot of studying on the internet, if you want to say, um, I've had no professional training. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, um, the school, the school of hard knocks with your family, yes, you, but you yes. but really though, Sue, you went to a lot of trainings on different topics. So you can't really say, you, had, you know, not yeah. as far as maybe a college degree in natural medicine, if they're yes. even, you know, you're, we're not, a, we're not DOs, nor do we play them on TV. No, <laughs> so, no, we don't. No. Yeah. But so, but yeah. yes, I have had a lot of, I, um, I have done eds machine um i have studied homeopathy um i uh you know the health and wellness has always been a part of our family but i've really got you know gotten to because of the internet and because of you know the accessibility of it i've taken classes online and things like that so um that's basically you know how i got into it and how i got involved and of course there's always always something to learn new um right. there's never enough hours in the day and somebody asks you about a question like oh what do you do for this and you know you're at that computer looking up what's a you know what can you do what are the and I go a lot of times to the old school you know not so much of the what are we doing now but there's you know back to what did your grandparents used to do for some of these problems mm -hmm. so Which... I think you can learn a lot from um our elders and Absolutely. of course, we wish they were around yet. <laughs> right. That so, we could ask them. Well, yeah. I, that is so good. And so one of the things that was a blessing to me is even though you moved away, which I don't even know how many years it's been, she still has family in my town. And so whenever she'd come back to Florida to visit, 
um, we would get together and you were so wonderful about like you, I think the first thing was the homeopathy and you're like, do you even, do you know anything about it? And I said, no, never even heard of it. Homeo what? And then I met Sue Meyer, who was a friend of yours. And for those of you who have heard shows on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, you know Sue Meyer because she has homeopathy for mommies on the network. And so I met Sue some years back and said, you need a podcast. And she goes, oh, I'd love to do a podcast. What's that? And how do I do it? So Sue sat in my uh, living room and I showed her the ins and outs of podcasting. And uh, gosh, she's got so many now. And she's had a lot of training. And you and Sue, um, you both met because you were at the same in-person class in somewhere yes. in Minnesota, right? Yeah. And yeah, were we learn- were at the same homeopathy for, well, homeopathy, learning homeopathy at the time we went to class for a whole summer. And then we went to Portland that next spring um, and learned uh, from some really, really talented um, homeopaths that have been doing this for 50 years, you know, Mm -hmm. and Sue has gone on to get her homeopathic degree. I did not, but we do have a lot in common. We talk a lot. Um, we get together and we do study together. So right. yes, she's a, she's a wealth of knowledge that woman is. Yeah. And well, you are too. And Sue always, this, the other Sue, <laughs> we call Sue, Sue Myers, the other Sue, but Sue Gross, who I've seen, uh, you know, has come to visit and I have seen you more often, I guess. Um, I've known yes. you longer, but you know, so you came and you were sharing with me and I would say, well, what do you have for migraines? And you, you would, you know, pull out some remedies. And so that's how it started. We really started with um, just some, you know, a remedy here, remedy there that could possibly help. And that's why we're calling this life hacks medicine cabinet, because we want to talk about you know, some of the things that are in your medicine cabinet or that you even use uh, for personal hygiene in the future. We sat down um, and Sue and I came up with about 30 topics, I believe. And we just, I just thought, gosh, this is such good information. And so many people, you know, you may be aware of it. You may not be aware of it. You may just say, look, you know, if I have a headache, I'm just taking over-the-counter pills, and that's great if that works for you and you're you're happy with that. But I would just take over-the-counter medication and it would do nothing. So I found a couple of remedies that worked really well. And just explain a little bit without getting too technical, um, you know, like what is a homeopathic remedy and not necessarily how it's made, but just like a generalization of what that is. Um, homeopathic men- remedies are made from three different sources. It's either a plant, um, animal, or um, minerals. So you can actually, like we have sulfur and uh, copper and zinc and, you know, so you can make them out of that. Um, it's a, it is definitely a process and it's not, not something that can be explained in a few seconds, but right. they do take part of the mineral matter, the plant matter, or the, you know, they, we can make uh, remedies out of what we call sarcodes and nosodes, which sarcodes is a healthy tissue from a human being. Uh, nosodes are a disease tissue. So, you know, 
there's so like for pneumonia, you know, you would take the sputum from pneumonia and you'd make a remedy out of it. And so there's lots of different types. I mean, there's like, I think 1600 to 2200 different kinds of remedies. And of course, um, with all this stuff that's been going around the last couple of years, there's, you know, even a lot more than that. But, right. um, but that yeah, just gives people an idea of like what the source yeah. is and where it came from. Right. And so, right. you know, companies actually produce homeopathic remedies. You can get them from different reliable sources. Again, we're going to put in a plug for Sue Myers. She doesn't even yep. know we're doing this, but, um, you know, she has a, a homeopathy for mommies website that you can check out. And her podcast is homeopathy for mommies podcast. Uh, so you can check that out, but there's, you know, so much to learn. And even though, I've been taking these remedies for probably 10 years. They've really like Arnica, for example, um, and a lot of these you can just get at the health food store, but Arnica is one that I've used for, you know, when I was like in, in shock, um, you know, like fell and got hurt uh, about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I was running um, at Disney World and I was chasing my son or my son went and I were racing. And I fell out of my, my sandals and actually bruised a rib and killed my legs. And I was way younger and it took me about six months to get over the bruised ribs and to recover from that. And then fast forward five years after that, I fell at home and actually a little bit more severely bruised the same side of my ribs and, um, and my knee again. I seem to fall, fall ungracefully the same way. And I took immediately, I, I think I told you, Sue, I go, I couldn't remember if, it, if I take Arnica or um, Aconite. So Aconite. I, <laughs> yeah, I actually took both. I took both of them because I couldn't remember. So Aconite was what I should have taken. Yeah, well, for the bruises, no, that would Was be, be the arnica. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I I took. Anyway, I couldn't remember, so I took a, little, a remedy of both of those. And I was better, I would say, within like a month and a half, and I was older. You know, so I do know that the remedies help. Same thing with my husband, who's had chronic um, back pain. And, you know, he's he's been healed so many different times of it where he felt better, and then he's not and so that's his go-to remedy. So I think a lot of times there are specific remedies. And again, there's we don't have enough time in this podcast to go over all of them, but we just want to introduce you to some, basically some healthy options. Um, and then a lot of you probably are familiar with essential oils. Maybe you diffuse them or you, you know, use them in some capacity. We also, let me just stop right here. Um, if you're in the car and you're saying, oh, I want to write some of this down, you can go to Vintage Homeschool Moms and look for Life Hacks Medicine Cabinet, episode 516, and you will find the show notes and we'll have, you know, some links that, for you to look at um, um, as far as that goes. And then essential um, oils, both Sue and I use them and we actually use them from different companies. Um, but you were telling me that one of your friends just bought, you called them junk oils from just the store <laughs> she you know they weren't really yes. like a name brand um, right and we won't get into specifics and you said that that worked extremely well for this person so first yeah, it, for, yeah. before you get into that story first tell us what is an essential oil um well that's a little bit 
that's a well that's a wide open question okay. um, essential oils well they're ba- they're kind of they're similar in the way that they're made because they're made from a plant or you know like i know for lemons they're made out of the lemon rinds you know and it mm-hmm. takes 800 lemons to make a little bottle of oil or something like that right. so it's same thing uh, with the rose extract yeah it's crazy, oh yeah the, the rose, rose yeah that's yeah. why it's so expensive yeah yeah so yeah it's kind of that same way where they take it from a pla- they you know none of these are genetically modified <laughs> okay <laughs> little plug there yeah so um, yeah, so essential oils are used for so many different things. And like you said, I mean, uh, lavender, that was the one story I was telling you, this lady had uh, psoriasis really bad, and she was itching like crazy. And so she bought what I call junk oils from the store, you know, a box of whatever, a box of 10 for $20 or something. But the lavender actually worked. She said it it made it so it did not itch. So wow. I was amazed that, you know, even some of this stuff, you know, I was right. just amazed that it worked. Right. So we try to buy really nice oil. So we'll have some yes. links in there for you um, about the different ones that we use. I tend to use the doTERRA and you use the Young Living. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And we'll have yep. some links in there for you. And so, you know, you may have your favorite kind or whatever works for you. Um, for me, and it's interesting, like my daughter used essential oils with her little kids so much more frequently than she did the homeopathic remedies because it's kind of hard to decide which remedy to use other than the ones you kind of know. And so that's, um, I think, one that's easier for the moms to use, you know, like their stuff for like immune boosters and things like that. Um, So I I know that a, a lot of times they would use that. And then also where we live, we like the the remedies that will um, keep the bugs away. You know, if you're outdoors and you want something that is a nice, um, pure form, you don't want to just be spraying, um, you know, bug off, um, whatever, not necessarily that brand. If there is a brand, there, there might be, sorry. Um, but if there is something uh, to keep off the bugs, you're going to want something that's a little bit better for the kids, you know, and not toxic. Right. And then that doesn't um, have DDT in it. Right. That's not a good thing. And then the yeah. herbal tinctures, that's something that is totally beyond me. But you, Sue um, also has a green thumb and has grown a lot of different plants. And so share some of that um, with the listeners. Okay. okay. Well, I do do herbal tinctures. And I my one friend, Linda, she is an herbalist. So it's great to have people that know things and she gave me books and we, she actually said that I could do a whole course if she wanted to, if I wanted to actually do that. But I've just been playing around with it. I do um, hawthorn berry, which a friend of mine has a ton of hawthorn bushes that she never knew what they were. And till two years ago, and we were out in her field and our friend was a priest and he said oh them are hawthorn berries and she told me that and i'm like oh my gosh you got a gold mine here so what does that what does that do hawthorn berries are excellent for your heart oh okay so therefore um my mom 
you know, had a heart arrest and she actually took that from the day she got out of the hospital and her injection fraction rate was at 17% and they said it was never going to get better. Well, it went up to 35% about two years later and it's been 10 years now and my mother's injection fraction rate is up to 50 and they said that can never happen. So, so, so she was taking you know, the Hawthorne Berry. Yeah, she um, she's taken bottles and bottles of Hawthorne Berry throughout the last ten years. Granted, the first year or three, she took it a lot more oftener than she has in the last mm-hmm. couple years. So, and and but, that's um, really how you started. You learned about natural remedies is really through your mother because yes. she she oh, has. Yeah. She, we call her the you know the. Uh, Energizer bunny. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she has had so many really difficult um, medical issues. I mean, she, she beat cancer. Wasn't that, you know, and you said cancer. Yeah. You guys Um, were juicing like 40, actually 50 years ago. And um, she did, she had uh thyroid removed, you know, cause that was cancer. And then a year later she had breast cancer. And when she was scheduled for that, she canceled her surgery and went to Tijuana, Mexico and did, um, Laetrile, which is still illegal in the United States. And it's a pit of an apricot. So, um, I have definitely been in a family that has grown up around alternative medicine. So, so she never had her breasts removed then. Nope. Nope. Wow. And my mother just in April, well, a couple more months here, she'll be 91. Wow. I, I love, I so, love your mom. I know she, yeah. she gives you a little bit of a hard time at, at times, but yeah. um, she's, she's something else. I tell you what. And so, yeah, so there are a lot of different, um, and that could be a, a podcast we do. If enough of you are interested in this stuff, then we'll do one on just the herbal tinctures. Is there another one that you want to share with us? What was well, it that you no, said the, that you were you were growing? Oh, I grow, yes. Last year, for the first time, I grew comfrey and I grew calendula. And um, comfrey is otherwise known as bone knit. So it will actually knit your bones back together. So if you broke something or, you know, cracked something or fractured something, comfrey is an excellent uh, plant to use. You can make it in a tincture. So you can take the leaves off of the plant, dry them, um, put them in, you know, crush them up and put them in water and make a tea out of it. And you can drink that. You also can make a tincture which is you you can do a tincture in oil glycerin or alcohol um i for that for that um comfrey tincture i choose to use organic coconut or organic olive oil because you put you put the oil and then you put all the comfrey leaves in there that are dried and you let that seat sit for a minimum of six weeks and then you strain it and now that oil you can either use it to put it on you or I make um creams out of it so I make like lotions so Mm -hmm. that's one and then calendula it looks like a little marigold and I planted a 30 foot roll which is a lot of 
a lot of calendula. <laughs> and it's beautiful. I mean, if nothing else, I would plant it. I, I would absolutely plant a lot more just for the beauty of it. They're very mm -hmm. pretty and they end up getting about two feet tall. So um, those I plucked, you pluck off the flowers, you let them dry. And then also I made it into an oil so that I can use it because that will relieve um, psoriasis, uh, skin issues, any kind of, you know, rashes, sores, anything like that. Calendula is really good for that. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, you got you get, it's like you have nothing else to do, Sue. But well, it, yeah. it's so funny because we used to sit around when we were homeschooling and had all the kids and we were just like, oh, gosh, you know, when we're done homeschooling. What will we do with our time? And we are both still so busy because you may not be actually sitting and homeschooling your kids but we both love to learn and it's, it's one of the fun things that we do is, and that's what I loved yeah. about Sue is that you shared your information. Like every time she comes and visits, she'll bring me something um, that she's working on or something that we um, have talked about. And I think you were the first person who actually got me into the thrift stores uh, to find all kinds of things. Um, and so we, we have fun with that. All right. Yes. So, so anything else you wanted to say about the herbal tinctures or you want to move on to teas? No, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So um, the teas is the next thing. And, you know, many of you have probably had herbal teas. I know I have, um, especially when I'm sick or I have one that I really like for my throat. Um, and there's, there's lots of, I mean, there's one I have for memory. Um, that one doesn't taste as great. Um, but there are a lot of teas you can brew that are, are good for you. And so yes. uh, what did you want to share? Like, what are some of your favorites and what do they do? Well, there's a lot of teas and there too, again, you know, I, I like to um, go back to nature and get the leaves right off of my raspberry plants, you know, um, raspberry leaf tea. It's an excellent thing for year round stinging nettle. I know it's a, um, it's a plant that nobody wants to touch because you get, you know, you get this burn from it, but mm -hmm. it's excellent tea for so many things. So there's a lot of plants. If you just start looking around your yard or if you live in the woods or have woods by you, most of the time you can probably find five to seven different kinds of plants that you could actually get, or you can go to the store, you can buy, you know, all kinds of teas. And like you said, some of them are to help you sleep. Um, some mm -hmm. of them are to, uh, you know, just instead of drinking them sodas, you know, maybe mm -hmm. switch over to some teas that would help your health. Um, right. that's, that's, you know, that's kind of what I like, do what you like. And if there's something that you need help with, um, even if it tastes not the greatest, sometimes, I mean, just like, you know, the old saying, you know, suck it up, Sally, <laughs> you <laughs> know, me, sometimes I know that. It, she, Sue's, it, Sue's not sympathetic when I'm like, this tastes bad. <laughs> it's like, well, just swallow it and be done right. with it. If it's going to help you out, it's better than not taking it, I think. So, well, I think um, yeah, you, may so have even, you may have even told me about the raspberry tea because after I gave birth, I had such bad like afterbirth pains, just like the contractions were terrible. And, um, you were like, oh gosh, re you know, drink raspberry tea. And so I did. Um, and I, I think it was, it started with Nick, my last three, because I knew you then. And, um, yeah. 
I cannot tell you how much better that went. And I was a much older mommy. You know, I had the first yeah. two in my in my 20s and the last three late 30s, early 40s. So, um, you know, being an older mom, I, I really attribute it to the raspberry uh, leaf tea. And then also, you know, we just as much as you can with all of these things, you know, if you can get an organic source, um, I know it's more money. Unfortunately, um, because they have to go through. So I, th I swear, Sue, I think so much of why it's so expensive is they have to go through a lot more testing than the stuff that's not. And right. they have all these certifications that they have to adhere to. But um, but anyway, um, that is really uh, what I would recommend. And then the stinging nettle, what is that good for? Um. It's, oh gosh, I'm trying to think offhand. Now you caught me off guard. Um, I know my girlfriend takes it. Uh, she loves it. She thinks it's a grass. I was just talking to her this morning about it because she was saying something about another tea. And I'm like, well, you take stinging nettle. You can drink anything <laughs> because it's not real flavorful. But the thing is too, like one of them things that you can do for any of them teas pretty much is uh, I sweeten almost everything with stevia. And mm -hmm. so there's different flavors of stevia that you can get that would be like, I'm just saying like a French vanilla, you can actually put that in there and it can take that edge off of the taste of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, so it doesn't, doesn't have to taste really that bad. And then you can tell them, I don't use stevia. I'm, I'm more of an unsweet tea person. Okay. Um, and if, if you guys are all, you love your teas, um, you, you love your sweet teas, but Sue can tell you that I have a bottle of stevia for her at my house <laughs> and, and, and she was over uh, a couple of weeks ago when she was here visiting and she goes, Oh, where's your stevia? Oh, wait a minute. I remember where it is. And she walked over to yeah. my drawer where I keep all my stuff. Yes. They're just yeah. for you, Sue, because I don't yeah. use it. Well, it, and then the other thing would be, um, honey is super right. good for you. Mm -hmm. And when you're sick, everything. Yeah. And that, I don't know which category this would come, come under, but I'm going to actually say the, um, uh, honey with garlic, you make a honey garlic, uh, infusion. That's really good for people that are sick, you know, in the winter time. A lot of times people will start it in the summer, you know, make it like, let's say the August or September, because it does have to sit for four to six weeks and you just take that and you actually eat the honey with the garlic in it. I've done it. It doesn't taste bad, but I love garlic. So, I mean. Okay. So I, how would you, how do you make that? Like, is there. All you do put, is take. Yeah. We could put all that you do in. Is we'll take put in the, the show notes too. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Take. All you do is take the garlic and put it in a glass jar, um, just the cloves and go ahead and fill the jar, you know, probably half full with, with garlic and then just jar. pour um, you, how much do you want? <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. You so let's just lot, say, let's just say like a pint. Yep. Okay. I would, I would put it half full of garlic and then pour honey over top of that garlic until it covers the garlic. You don't want the garlic showing. So maybe go an inch over that. So it's going to be about three quarters full, maybe, maybe up to close to the top or whatever, and just seal it with your regular canning lid or whatever and let it sit on your, your counter for four to six weeks and it's ready to take when you're sick wow, and that's, that's the great. first thing you take when you um when you get sick take that there once twice three times a day depending on you know 
I mean, little kids, I've, my grandkids take it all the time because my girls make it for the kids. They actually like it. They mm-hmm. think it's good. So yeah, because they've had it often. Yes. And, th- and then yes. you would just give like a teaspoon if you're not feeling well. Right. A teaspoon or one garlic clove. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And that, it's, I, that I would have yeah. to choke down. I like garlic, but I don't know. I don't like honey. I know I'm one no. of those people that, and then in the same token, um, onion is really good. Uh, one of my children had a lot of issues with her ears and they were even talking about, you know, like they gave her the medication and that didn't work and that made her sick. Uh, my kids tend to have my affinity to uh, not doing well with medicine and, um, you know, poor little ones when they have earaches. And so one of my friends who, um, before, our, um, or I, I don't, I, I don't think I, actually, I take it back. It was Christina. Cause I didn't know you then. And so it was my second, uh, child. And so she had a large family of about 12 kids. And I remember t- listening to her at one of the homeschool, uh, conferences. And I went up to her afterwards and I said, you know, Pat, why are you know, you talking about this onion juice thing, I want to know more about it, because she was talking about just remedies like you are like more of the teas and, and the like, I think she had the garlic infused honey and, and she had like a little newsletter that she was mailing out back in the day when we used to get these things in the mail before internet was so big. And so she said, Oh, my gosh, you just, you know, chop a small onion and cover it with water, kind of like your garlic and honey, you just cover it a little bit with water. And just kind of keep an eye on it and just simmer it. And um, you can add a little bit more water to it. And then you take it off the stove and you um, press the onion juice through a sieve and put that in a little container. And then it, if it's warm, you can warm it up when you use it and just use an um, eyedropper and just t- uh, test it on your wrist to make sure that it's not too hot and just put a couple of drops in your child's ear. So I thought, gosh, I'm really going to try this. And I did. And it just cleared up her, you know, ear problems. And she never really had it because um, after that, because onion, um, you know, kind of, I guess it fights bacteria. I'm not even sure what it does, but I just know it worked. Yeah, that sounds really good. I've not heard of that one. That's a good idea. Oh, really? Yeah, that worked with with Christina. So we had the little, I remember we kept a little, um, you know, with like a little, container that I found that had a a little stopper in it. So it was like all in one. And then the difficulty was warming up just a little bit of the juice. Um, You know, I didn't like using the microwave. So I remember putting a pot on with like a plate and then just warming it up on there. So um, do you know what we did? We would take, we would take a spoon and put it on the electric burner. Oh my gosh. And yes, we really, I remember doing that. My mother would do that. And yeah, she'd put the little bit of, cause I, uh, my thought for the ears is mullen and garlic oil. So it's kind of that same thing. And mullen is another thing that you can find out in the wilderness everywhere. Um, but here one day, you know, two years, three years ago, I was talking about it and here one volunteer in my um, flower bed, <laughs> And so now I have mullen. And so I pick my mullen flowers every summer, fall, whatever, and I dry them and then I make a mullen oil and then I'll put the garlic with it. And that's what we use for earaches. Wow. So that's, that's great. And I think because onion and garlic both have the same medicinal, you know, purposes. 
And then, you know, supplements. Um, so if, you know, most doctors will tell you that you do not need any type of supplements. And I uh, finally, uh, you know, which a lot of people don't think you do. Um, you know, if you're healthy, then why are you taking supplements? But um, I actually found a company that I really like. And one of the things they do, among other things, is they test for heavy metals in their product, which, you know, who knew that that's a thing. But um, a couple of years ago, as I'm getting older, I have uh, avoided doctors for many years. I mean, Sue, we have a lot of the same friends when you lived here. And yeah. you know, some, of, some of our friends' husbands are doctors. And um, one of my friend's girlfriend uh, was a doctor, but um, you know, I have nieces that are, that are doctors and so, um, you know, nurses and so forth. Um, and so it depends on who you talk to, you know, whether or not they think that it's, it's something that you need to do. But I remember um, changing doctors and he had the moringa. He actually grew uh, moringa plants and he absolutely um, thought it was the best thing. And I remember seeing it there and talking to him about supplements and he goes, sure. He goes, you know, depending on getting a really good source of supplements is important. And so um, I bought some of the moringa and I, I actually, I tried to grow it a long time ago. Uh, that did not work for me. I don't have Sue's green thumb, but also living in Florida, we have such hot weather. It's really difficult sometimes to grow things. But um, so I bought some of the, the, the pills that he had, the, the gel caps, and he also had the powder, but I thought, no, I, I don't think I'm going to like that um, in a smoothie or whatever. For those of you who love smoothies, God bless you. I don't do really well with them unless they're really bad for you. Then I, I really like them. But um, so anyway, I found, I found this company and that was uh, for life. And I'll have a link in there too. Um, and so what I found was that um, I would take like certain supplements for like they have a pack that's for women, women's health and just some different things. And one of the things that they have is colostrum in their product. And I remember talking to you about it, Sue, and you because like whenever I find something I'm like, oh, what do you think? And you're probably a proponent of like more not to take supplements because you eat so healthy and, you know, you grow stuff in your own backyard. But, um, but that was one of the things that I, you know, would take as a, you know, just to feel like I'm, I'm doing something healthy for my body. And you were saying the colostrum is actually a really uh, good source and that, we're hearing about it all the time now. I mean, I just Absolutely. saw one of my friends, my friends just did a little, um, you know, one of those little videos and she was talking about it for like, she did a two minute spot and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's even talking about it, you know? Yes, it's very good for you. And we actually have a homeopathic remedy colostrum. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it can be used for, that's used for so many things. Right. And, and um, and yeah, that's like the underlying ingredient in all of their supplements. But anyway, I'll have a link there to you. I mean, they were kind of for you on the show notes, but it's kind of cool because they have my sister-in-law was talking about, you know, well, what I don't, I don't know what to take. And one of the things that this website has that's great is it has this little questionnaire where you go through and you answer these questions and they kind of make suggestions, which 
you know, up to you whether or not you want to do it. But about three years ago, before I found these supplements, because I have another friend um, who is like Sue, who um, really calls me from time to time with, um, I just, we did some work together online. I wrote some stuff for him and, you know, he's like, oh, you got to try this. This stuff's great. And it's so helpful. And so, um, I did. And three years ago, my labs, because we, I finally went to the doctor, you know, can't just ask our friends at dinner a question if we have, if I had a question. Um, and so finally went and, you know, all my labs came back borderline this and borderline cholesterol and borderline. The only thing that was good was my weight was in within healthy limits. So, but it was like, oh my gosh, everything, you know, my husband goes and he likes peanut M&Ms and all the junkies and, you know, everything came back perfect for him, of course. And I watch what I eat a lot more than he does. So, um, now I went um, this past year and I've been taking these supplements for about three years now. And so, um, you know, they're like, oh, let us find your records because you haven't been here in so long. And I always say, well, if I'm not sick, why am I coming, you know, to get checkups every other minute? But, um, you know, I felt like um, I would needed to go in. So I did. And all of my labs came back great. So he even made, my doctor made the comment, like, look at, look at the difference. What have you been doing? And so I told him about, you know, just taking a lot of the supplements, plus I'm taking his moringa too. So I'm, you know, I don't like to take 50 pills, but I do take them, um, you know, before I go to bed. And so I think that these are just some things that, you know, can give you some ideas uh, that, you know, looking at some different alternatives, you know, and you probably already know a lot of these things, but I think that it's helpful to have some other alternatives and, uh, we're going to tackle for the next, uh, thing, uh, the laundry, because I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm really excited. Um, I was telling Sue again about an issue and I'm going to save it for the next episode, but we were, I was so thrilled to get my device and actually install it and it works great. So Sue, anything else that you wanted to say about some of the things that we've covered today? No, not necessarily. I just think sometimes if you're looking for that, um, you know, the alternative, what else is there out there? You know, maybe there's something better. Maybe I'm not getting the results I should be getting by using, you know, the over-the-counter stuff, you know. There are other things out there. There's a lot of alternatives. And I just think um, I'm just so glad that you're bringing this to the, you know, to the front of the line. And, you know, maybe some people are looking for answers. So, yeah, I agree. And I think that I'm just so thankful to have you as a friend because I can coerce you to come on with me yes. and we're going to have another session where we talk about, um, you know, just even losing weight um, because you have actually lost a lot of weight that you've kept off for quite a while. And, um, and so we're going to be discussing all kinds of different things on the on these um, family health and wellness series. So thank you so much, Sue, for coming on with me today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. And, and everyone, take care and God bless. I so appreciate you listening into this episode, it wasn't, you know, quite as scripted as I, 
um, as some of my episodes are. So, you know, I hope you could bear with us for that. But it is um, such a big part of my life um, to have things that I'm not one to, you know, dry my leaves and, and, <laughs> and put them in oil, but I might do some of this definitely with the honey garlic infusion that I can handle. But I just, I, you know, hope some of these things are helpful to you and that uh, you'll be tuning in. So anyway, uh, again, once again, you can find the show notes at um, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com episode 516. Look for life hacks for your medicine cabinet. Take care, everybody. God bless. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.